0: This is Banging on the Drum. It is another beautiful, wonderful, fantastic day in West Central Wisconsin. And welcome in to episode 140 of Banging on the Drum. Please remember to like, subscribe, download, share with your friends, and we would really appreciate that. But as always, I am your host P Dog, joined alongside our other host M Dog. And M Dog, how are you doing today?
1: It might be negative twenty four outside, but the piss is hot here in Wisconsin.
0: Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, dude, th- what a game we got to witness this weekend, and it wasn't even just the Packers. This. I, I shouldn't do this. I was thinking this before the podcast is like anytime we, we start feeling too good about our Wisconsin sports, we get super high on it. Oh, and then yeah. We just jinx the living shit. So I'm going to knock on
1: wood uh, for this show. Let the fairies get you. Don't let the fairies get you.
0: Yeah, not going to let them get us. But but yeah, Packer game was great. Uh, I don't know if you saw the end of the Bucks game, but that was phenomenal. Yep. And then Badgers handled business in Evanston? Actually, I don't even know. I did watch the highlights of that game, but I couldn't even tell no, you. Badgers must have been at home. Okay. They, were at, they home. were at yeah, they were at home. It was versus Northwestern though. I yeah. know that.
1: Yeah. And everybody thinks like Northwestern's probably like this dog shit team. They're not a dog shit team this year. Had the same record as the Badgers coming in. Um they were four and one in the Big Ten though. Yeah. And from Something what I like remembered. That. So I was distracted. I can't
0: remember what was distracting me, but I had the game recorded. So I put it on because I couldn't wait for the Packer game because there wasn't a game 3 3.30 on Sunday. So I was just trying to figure out ways to kill time. So I put that on. Uh, but I don't know. I was probably just on my phone just farting around uh, while watching that game. But it seemed like it was close early, and then the Badgers ended up pulling away. Um Bucks game, on the end, other hand, after the Packers game, uh, goes to OT versus Sacramento, and Dame hits that absolute dagger at the end of the game, uh, down two, with no time left on the clock. So, pretty pretty awesome week uh, in Wisconsin sports.
1: But was it a win-win-win? I think we had a win-win-win uh, in the season. Yeah, we're, we're not going to...
0: Yeah, we're not going to do that episode again because I'm pretty sure after win 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 turned it into oh shit loss 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 yeah basically
1: <laughs> turned it right around. But we're not superstitious, though we're only a little stitious. I think I'm like medium stitious
0: at at medium least stitious. like okay. I'm pretty stitious, like quite a bit stitious. I guess is is how I would put it. <laughs> But that we're, we're here to mainly cover the Packers game today. Uh, like we've been saying in the last couple episodes, we'll dive more into our Badgers basketball. Mike's wearing a Marquette shirt over there. Maybe we'll even scrape it. We got in a W Marquette.
1: today, I believe, too.
0: Yeah. But but yeah, we'll start doing more of the, the college basketball and NBA, as in Badgers, Marquette, mostly Badgers, a little Marquette, and then quite a lot of bucks that's going to be my assignment once this season's over is just keep keep up with the bucks but are you ready to get into this packer game let's do it you got to give me a timer ready so i got to get Timers.
1: timers ready to go ready steady go all
0: right so packers start out this game just drive right down the field uh cap this drive off with three yard run uh aaron jones for a touchdown uh, then they come out, hold the hold Dallas to a six and out, uh, make them punt. Uh, Packers then punt again. And then on the next drive, Jari Alexander, Jair Alexander picks it off, puts Packers in good position. Packers cap that drive off with another Aaron Jones, one-yard touchdown run on there. Then they hold Dallas to a nine-play drive. Uh, Dallas ends up punting. Packers get the ball at, we won't even see what, it's a 93-yard drive, 10-play, 93-yard drive, capped off with an absolute dime to Devontae Wicks, Uh 20-yard touchdown pass there. Next, Cowboys drive ends with a pick six uh, from Darnell Savage, takes to the house. Packers kick it off. This is going into halftime. End up giving up a 12-play, 55-yard drive. Uh, Big thing there. Special teams didn't look too great. Uh, Gave up a big kick return. And then Dallas caps it off with a touchdown pass to Jake Ferguson. So our Wisconsin boy was the only guy that was burning us in this game. Uh, Second half starts. Packers kick it off to Dallas. Dallas puts together a 12-play drive, 60 yards, capped off with a field goal. Packers respond well with a five play 75 play 75 yard drive of their own capped off with yet another touchdown run by Aaron Jones. This is when the Packers defense probably softened up a little bit too much. Uh so next Dallas drive was a 11 play 88 yard drive capped off by another touchdown or no, this is the Tony Pollard 1 yard run. Is that right? Yep. And this is the one where Dallas missed the extra point. Uh, Tried to go for two, got a penalty, got pushed back, missed the extra point. But then the Packers come out and respond yet again. Common theme in this game. They were just fucking doing whatever they wanted to the Dallas defense Uh, with a three-play 75-yard drive. Huge uh, pass to Musgrave. Musgrave stays on his feet uh play action looked like it was like a cross to a wheel route Uh beautiful play call musgrave was wide open love didn't even have to make a good throw he didn't really make a good throw on that one but right. musgrave came back for the ball caught it and had all that open room to run for a touchdown then the packers hold dallas to a turnover on downs so five plays 16 yards get him off the field on fourth down and then get another touchdown uh this was the touchdown to romeo dobbs on fourth and two which was kind of a ballsy call right there where you think you could take the field goal but love ends up just threading an absolute dime into uh romeo dobbs Cowboys respond with a 11-yard 75 – or 11-play 75-yard drive with a touchdown, uh, another touchdown to Jake Ferguson. Packers punt. Cowboys get a four-play 91-yard drive with a touchdown to Ferguson. Packers punt again. Dallas turns the ball around downs. That is the end of the game. What do you got me at? Clock me. Clock me.
1: 354. Mm. What? no, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this. I think that that is legitimate. That's a legitimate like quick. You did it just the way we want. The Packers just scored more than they ever have in this game.
0: Yeah, 48 points, man. And yeah, they just did whatever they want. Uh, Romeo Dom, Romeo Dobbs. Wow, I cannot talk tonight though. Uh, Romeo Dobbs seems like a absolute like zone breaking genius right now because. It seems like anytime a play breaks down, it's Romeo Dobbs, like, yeah. wide open in some kind of zone. Or, yeah, I don't know if it's a zone, but, like, he finds the hole in the zone. And it's such a relief for love, you would think, because he doesn't even have to make great throws all the time. Because Romeo Dobbs is just finding these
1: holes in the secondary. Honestly, the Packers offense currently looks like they are playing college football. That's how wide open the wide receivers are. It is insane how wide open they are getting.
0: Yeah. And I guess you got to give a lot of credit to LaFleur. I would assume that that's who's uh, who's scheming up like all these plays where just, you, we had the touchdown on Musgrave, wide open. Bunch of plays to Dobbs, wide open. I can't think of like any more. But then again, when we don't have somebody wide open, it seems like love is figuring out a way to thread a needle and get it in
1: there. The touchdown to wicks was beautiful. And the touchdown throw or 25 yard throw. Cause that's a five yeah, yards in the end zone too. Yeah. And you drop back. So, I mean, Oh yeah. So in the yeah, Dobbs that. one, he, I don't know, even know how it like got through there. That's, that's a
0: tough throw. Like, Yeah, the the Wicks one was definitely prettier, but the Dobbs one seemed to even be harder because like one, there's the pressure there that it's fourth down. Um, I guess the pressure like we were up so much that it didn't seem like it mattered. I guess it would have turned this game into a 41
1: to 32 game. So that's there. But Uh, like, well, so but not at that point. Right. So like they were up 40. They were up 32. And Dallas scored sixteen unanswered. Yeah, that, and so true. like so they're up. So the officials called this a shootout, or not the officials, the whoever was calling the game, uh, Olson and I don't know who else, called it a, sh- a shootout. And I, I said, this isn't even a shootout at all. Like this is like somebody got ran out of the fucking gym. You know, this is not a shootout. Is like it goes back and forth. The Packers gave up with 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter, and Dallas got two extra drives. They, I think they had the ball three times and ended up with 16 points. To end yeah. Game, right. I would
0: like to see when uh, when most of C.D. Lamb's yards came, because I feel like it was in that fourth quarter, like when, yeah. when the game was basically over, because it seemed like the Packers did a very good job with C.D. Lamb only guy that was out there really making plays for the Cowboys consistently was Jake Ferguson. Right. And and he was making some pretty spectacular plays, but, but yeah, it didn't help Uh, Packers firing on all cylinders like this team. If they play like this, they're going to be a tough out for anybody. I am blown away that the spread is, have you seen it yet for the Packers game?
1: I saw nine and a half, but I saw I heard somebody say ten as well.
0: Yeah, it jumped to ten, I think, on most books. I think it did open at nine and a half, but people have been hammering San Francisco. But I guess that kind of how it goes is a team you haven't seen play for a week going against a team that just destroyed a team that people didn't think. So I think the minus ten. I mean that there's. No good
1: way to put it. Like, it's, it's not, I a guess trap. I don't
0: like it. It
1: doesn't make you feel good. I, I don't think. No, like no Vegas does. Like, I don't understand like a playoff game being at minus 10, right? So, like, in the NFL, we know any team can beat any team. And we've seen the Packers coming in and beat nine teams. They've beat some good teams that they probably shouldn't have in the middle of the season. And then they lost to some bad teams that they probably shouldn't have in the middle of the season, right? But in the NFL, anybody can come in and beat any team. So I don't really understand the unless they think if Green Bay falls behind, then they fall apart, which may be the case. I mean that, that is possible, right? Yeah, because I do think that's Dallas's fair. MO, right? If Dallas falls behind, they struggle a lot.
0: Yeah. We which is kind of odd with how the Cowboys are like set up to function because they are more high-powered. We were having a little talk before the show. Mike started to get some comments and his cheese to victory. We were pretty excited about it. But a guy said uh, we were super biased. So obviously, he was just skimming through stuff because he hasn't seen all of our
1: content. If he would have yes. seen all of our content, he would know <laughs> that, the, that we are 100% biased.
0: But I thought he he had some decent points with Dak. Is he is kind like of Dak. he's kind of overlooked, I would say. So I would say, yeah, he's underrated a little bit, but but then when it comes to a game like this, it just seems like he's kind of properly rated. I mean, he was 41 of 60, 403 yards, three touchdowns. He did throw two picks. That pick by Alexander, though, was a hell of a play by Alexander. Like it's in the, that's in the, the other thing.
1: one, was a terrible throw
0: yeah it, and then there was the one where devondre campbell probably should have picked it off it was th- i think it was devondre campbell that it was yeah. thrown like right to um and didn't get picked off so i guess the two picks are are right on par uh but yeah it is odd that that's uh, dallas's mo but i don't think it's too odd that it's our mo because when we're really humming and i'm not gonna be the first person that any of the people listening to this hear this from, but when Aaron Jones came back to our offense, it, it changed things. And if we can give Aaron Jones 20 carries, it feels like we're going to win because he's going to bust, you know, at least a few 10 yard runs. And if we get down early, you know, it's just not something that the Packers are comfortable doing is, just sitting back and giving, giving them the ball. But I do feel like in the past, and I mean, this is still going back to the Rogers days, which obviously weren't that long ago, but it seemed like we would abandon the run fairly quickly, like where it would have to be a conscious effort to keep trying to run the ball. Like, it seemed like it was more like we were doing it just because it felt like you had to do it. But in this game, you know, we were able to, give aaron jones a decent load of carries he was great average 21 carries for 118 yards mike how much how many
1: yards was he averaging a carry i mean so that's right around five six six i would i don't know but yeah it's not six because that'd be 120 yeah 20 for 120 would be six so 5.6 yards per carry that's what it is 100 percent. there you go not really Uh, i didn't do any math i just assume. Um but yeah, carrying the ball well. And then like three touchdowns on top of that's pretty pretty impressive as well.
0: Yeah, and just keeps torching Dallas every time we play them. So yeah, there there were some pretty cool things that came out of that game is now the Packers have more wins at AT&T Stadium or more playoff wins than than the Cowboys at the Cowboys own stadium, which is pretty awesome. Um but yeah, I couldn't be much happier. That game couldn't have gone much better. I guess getting—we won't get into our stuff quite yet, but I will say there was somewhat of an eerie feeling, even when we were up twenty-seven to nothing.
1: Like, it, I think the twenty-seven to seven, like the, giving up that touchdown at the end of the half, scared me. Yeah, because then they right. get the ball
0: back and then they they can come back and make and it honestly holding
1: first. them to that field goal made it feel like a huge win to me.
0: Yeah. I'm trying to think of the point where I was like, I don't know. It never felt like it was completely over with to me,
1: which I've even with three minutes left and they're down. Like, I want to say 24 at that point. Right. I was just still like, if everything goes wrong, they could still lose it or get tied here. If in honestly, that's what has to happen. Everything has to go wrong. It's like three minutes left. They score another touchdown inside that. And then they have two like opportunities to go after it, to get it to eight. Right.
0: Yeah. And I think and Wisconsin fail. sports of late have kind of gave us that PTSD uh, whether it be like the Bucks losing in the first round to Miami or losing to Miami yeah. in the playoffs like in other years. Like it just nothing feels like a sure thing anymore. But but yeah, it, it probably was. It was probably just a little PTSD that was uh making making me scared.
1: But, but we, any- we have to remember we were playing Dallas and not San Francisco or Seattle or Arizona. So it should have been good. Yeah, I feel like I would throw even Philly into that conversation. Is so I think Philly's like a classic one, right? Like they're the classic team that used it, to beat us. It was like the McNabb. Yeah, I guess. But Vic, I guess Vic came yeah, in. Yeah, that's well, when that I was thinking. with. That was with the Falcons, though. No, that wasn't with the Eagles.
0: I think he torched us on the on the Eagles as well. I think he did in it to playoffs? us. With, yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure. Uh, there was a big game but yeah there was definitely the first down freddy game uh so named plays coming out of philly's packers yeah. games but yeah it definitely is more of the 49ers and you'll see in the opportunities that that i think that's one of our great opportunities is yeah. sure we had the nfc championship in 2019 2020 season so i guess the game would have been in 2020 uh where they just floored us and i don't think anybody was surprised that was one of the seasons where I feel like Rodgers drug a team that shouldn't have been an NFC Championship to an NFC Championship, and then when they ran into
1: a dead. I honestly team. think that he carried a defense. Our the, our offense carried defenses to late in the playoffs, like all the time.
0: Oh yeah, definitely did uh but then they beat us the year of the special teams not before passaccia or whatever so that couldn't have been too long Yeah, the first year of this show being in existence
1: yeah well that was the chris jackie called it game
0: yeah chris jackie called it i like that uh but do you have any like big plays you want to hit or do you want to get in the studs
1: I uh, I don't think I had too much for big plays. I I think the one that stunned me the most was it was it Musgrave or was it for Craft uh, that caught that absolutely like wide open like Musgrave. there was nobody within twenty yards of him. Yeah, like they didn't even like choose to cover him. It was insane. No, it is funny
0: how that narrative that Musgrave can't stay on his feet started, and it's like in the locker rooms and stuff. Cause they had a little shout out for him at the end of the, like when they're giving out game balls and stuff. I don't know if you saw that, but they were like, and Musgrave stayed on his feet. And then the whole team started jeering Cause yeah, he finally, finally finished one off.
1: Right. Uh. So, and then there was a, uh, a stat that I saw and I don't know that it's a hundred percent true, but it feels very true. Um, Maybe wide receiver one and wide receiver two. Let's let, let's or wide receiver one and wide receiver three we can put it in those terms one catch for nine yards yeah that Watson and Reed combined one catch for nine yards and we put up 48 points
0: I would definitely say going into this game you would call them one and two but if you've been watching the Packers at all this year you really know that it's just a rotating cast of Who's gonna be number one that game? Yeah. Or or one and two, because definitely this was Dobbs was the one this game, and Wicks was the two. But honestly, looking at the stat sheet though, Dobbs had six catches, Musgrave had three. I, I don't need to go down the whole list, but nobody really had like uh so Dobbs definitely had the Lion's share of the catches, and then it was just three, two, one for everybody else in the game uh i guess it does get hard to talk about when it was a game that just goes this well and it's not any little plays but yeah if anything i had to say i think i'll get into when we get to our swat uh strengths weaknesses you want to do the the studs of the game
1: yeah so we're gonna uh throw out uh packers studs of the game uh, we're going to start off with Jordan Love, 16 for 21, 272 yards, and three tutties. Um, excellent game. Did exactly what he needed to do. Played clean. Didn't have, a, like, a a ton of attempts or nothing like that, especially for, like, a score of 48. Um, next up, we got Aaron Jones, 21 carries, 118 yards. Also has three tutties. Pat wants to say something here.
0: One One thing I thought was kind of crazy was – the 157.3 passer rating i didn't write it in there but highest. Yeah, i didn't even for, necessarily see that for highest for it Malaflor said it was the highest for any packers but i'm pretty sure uh after his dad passed away had the 158.3 or whatever the perfect one. i'm was. pretty
1: sure rogers has had a perfect game too but not in the playoff setting i bet yeah it might have been playoffs sorry that I forgot to put no, that no, in there. I, I, very impressive, right? Um, Romeo Dobbs, six receptions, 151 yards, and a touchdown. Um, excellent game from him, and it seemed like every play he was making was in a big time moment, too. Um, and then we'll get on the defensive side of things a little bit. Alexander, seven tackles, a pick, and really. The defense as a whole covered up CD Lamb pretty well. Uh, Darnell Savage had a pick six. Um, I did think Nixon had a big game. I think he had a sack in there as well. Oh yeah, throw him on him on top of that a little bit, and then basically the entire defense played well. Um, And we've been doing this the last three weeks, but it was the Vikings Bears, right? So like, is that great? I'm not sure, but um, four sacks. And then big stops on fourth down, right? So we didn't have the picks the last few weeks, but we have been attacking the quarterback pretty consistently. I want to say probably since the Panther game, but I didn't consider any of those three games like, oh my God, like yeah, this offense is great and we did this to them. I do think the Cowboys offense is good, right? I think they have a plus offense and the defense being able to do what they did is impressive.
0: Yeah, no, awesome game. But yeah, you're right. Uh, Keyshawn Nixon definitely had a good game. And I feel like he broke up a pass for CeeDee Lamb, had a sack, and he actually led the team in tackles with 11. Him and Quay Walker both had 11 tackles, but Nixon had seven solo tackles. And that's what I've been preaching all year long. That's my boy. I think that's my favorite player on this team right
1: now. Yeah, and I I do believe that he's a crazy person, right? Like, and that's part of the reason that he's good. It's also part of the reason that he fucks up sometimes. We've seen a couple. We had we had a couple games where we were like, "What is he doing?" Right? Yeah, a couple plays here and there, but like, like you said, let's be fair. He was never supposed to be on the field with this team. Not defensively, he wasn't supposed to be on the field defensively with this team.
0: No, I don't think so. I think his whole spot was Rich Pasatia saying hey we need to keep this guy because he can make tackles on on kick Special returns teams. and he can he can bust one and still hasn't quite hit pay dirt this year uh but i think that's coming i definitely think that's coming Ooh, that's, yeah That'd at some good. point so but yeah uh pass rush i want to say we're averaging we sacked the shit out of Justin Fields, but we did mention in that show is some of those sacks he kind of sacked himself. Uh, so I think it one. was
1: five against Fields. So it's not like it was significantly more. Yeah.
0: So five against him, four against Dak, and then I can't remember what it was in the It was uh, It was Vikings big in the game.
1: Vikings game too. Like I want to say four sacks in like 14 hurries is what I had written in there when I changed it for the Bears game for cheese to victory yeah
0: so just great game by the Packers, but let's let's get into strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and str- threats. So this is another one where I'm gonna have to nitpick the weaknesses and cut out some of the strengths because it was just that kind of game. like everything
1: was strong. uh, so first the question right for have- you, question for you before we get going on this. um did we win the toss or lose the toss? I can't remember who won or lost the toss. I think Fox was out at the beginning of the shit. And so I don't even know who did it, but like um, at, at least on our end. And so I was wondering like if we chose to be on offense or if they chose to be on defense. Yeah. It doesn't matter.
0: I, I think we have been, I mean, it is kind of a good point, but I feel like we have been trying to figure it out recently because i think a team that like fully knows their identity uh is like hey we're playing defense if we win the toss you know we're playing defense or we're playing if offense.
1: they're if they're defensive right so but like
0: that's what i'm saying um, so but th- we're that's, not bad. but yeah but to maybe not to your point but that's what i'm saying is i don't think the packers knew if they were defensive because it was definitely uh when alexander did it He said we want to play defense. Yeah, but that's
1: against a different thing, right? A different team. So if you have strategy, like a a terrible team, right? You come out, you get a stop against the Panthers, like everybody expects you to get a stop against the Panthers, right? Where like you come out and get a stop against the Cowboys. I don't think everybody expects that. But if – I don't know. I feel like we, we were probably sitting in the catbird seat with that coin yeah. toss right that dallas wanted to play defense because they thought they could stop us and we wanted to play offense because we thought we could run it down there th- or like push it down the field
0: i think you're 100 right i think if we won the coin toss we were going to play offense and i think if we lost the coin toss yeah you're 100 right. we were playing offense yeah
1: yeah <clears throat> they, they were they wanted defense okay
0: yep all right so strengths here uh to winning the coin toss so let's just say we won the coin toss we chose to play offense and then we, we started wanted out, either
1: way yeah
0: we and then we started whether out whether they wanted
1: or not yeah i'm sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> no we're, we're winning the coin toss there uh but yeah started out fast and strong so beautiful first drive like we said 12 plays 75 yards capped off with a three-yard touchdown run by Aaron Jones, got Aaron Jones going early and often, uh, just a great setup on the first drive. Great finish on the first drive. Um, next strength to that point, play calling was amazing from what I could tell. Uh, we had guys running down the field wide open all the time. Dobbs looked like nobody was covering him, uh, the whole time. And it was just beautiful play after beautiful play and it seemed like one play set up the next play set up the next play set up the next play, the next play. so it seems to me like floor is on an absolute heater in these past four games is it? yeah past three games we'll say
1: uh, um, so i mean so we put up 30 against the panthers but i don't know if that's good or not right yeah 33
0: to 30 something like that uh yeah, and then we we finally went out there and won the turnover battle. I I don't I can't remember. We we might have been winning the turnover battle in the other ones, but this was a game. Definitely so, felt like you needed to win the turnover battle, and we Bears scratch and clawed for a couple picks. No, we lost the turnover battle. Yeah, you're right.
1: Bears was one zero them Vikings. I don't know if there was any turnovers either way. Can't yeah, remember. for some reason I feel like we got a pick in that one, but. Key or not, Keyshawn
0: Nixon, uh, Jair Alexander came up with a great grab from a defender, and then Savage took advantage of what was given him.
1: So, Uh, I would, I would say that was, I think that was a CD Lamb target. And honestly, I think you're playing that absolutely perfectly, right? So, um, you're basically keen on the fact that he's going to throw the ball to CD Lamb,
0: yeah, like a little bait switch thing over there i don't know like you just jump
1: you just jump lamb's route instead of like you know playing the other dude because dak was targeting lamb so often in that game yeah yeah let's see
0: what that was because he did end up with nine catches 110 yards but yeah you're right he was targeted 17 times so basically made about half the catches that were thrown throwing in his direction. Um, another big thing is we didn't really make mistakes. Uh, there was a couple things that probably could have went better. Uh, Kenny Clark just sat Dak Prescott down one time. And then, I don't know, it looked like he was like trying to like fish hook him. And it looked like there was no reason to face mask him. But that's about the only mistake that I could really see. Because the other one I want to say was a defensive holding on Nixon, but it was on the two yard line where I think Nixon was smart enough to be like, hey, like if, if I don't do this right now, he's going to be wide open and be able to score. I don't know if that was quite the case, but it, it seemed like there was like also the horse collar tackle, tackle. But yeah, which that was, wasn't. Yeah, that was bad. Bad call there. But yeah, the the only one that really was glaring to me was, and and it wasn't even really that glaring, was the Kenny Clark thing where it was like, it looked like it could have been clean if he wanted it to be clean. It looked like he gave him like a little something extra
1: or, or something for. I think linemen, both offensively and defensively, they're just like angry, like pissed off, like dudes that want to hurt people and so like if you get caught in the moment you're fucked
0: yeah because he was kind of like ripping the inside of his helmet and you're like because at first you're like no he's basically
1: sitting down and it was like almost after the play he pulls on his helmet Yeah. yeah
0: i don't know what that was about but maybe just got his hand stuck but to me it looked like it was a little little extra oomph uh to to just get some of that anger out that you were talking about uh, but yeah, then another big thing took advantage of the mistakes. Obviously the pick six, we scored a touchdown on the pick by, um, I keep wanting to say Keyshawn Nixon, but
1: Alexander.
0: Jair Alexander, uh, we end up getting, going down and getting a touchdown from that pick as well. And Mike, you got the last one.
1: Uh, yeah. So we're taking a break. Cause I gotta take a piss.
0: <laughs> I honestly didn't know. That's what that said. Uh, I just thought you wrote. And that break was brought to you by PBR. Go down and chug a PBR, Mike. How? how there we go. How are those PBRs tasting over there?
1: Uh, they're pretty good. Um, I do believe they might be a little bit frozen. They're getting foamy on me. Right. That is one thing I do not love is frozen beer or
0: beer that was frozen that you have to like... There's something wrong with it. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I remember snow days. Yeah, this is probably telling on myself a little bit too much. But anyways, when it was snowing out and we would keep the beer outside and then it would freeze and we played beer pong and we had to like, pour we, we were still pouring the beer into the cups.
1: Yeah. I, I was, don't know what we were thinking doing shit like that. Just that, insane. Yeah. That beer
0: definitely didn't taste as good. And I want to say it did kind of make you drunker too, so maybe it did get the
1: the ice beer. Well, you ice beer that... has higher content, right? Alcohol content.
0: Yeah, it does. So, but I think what it is is like they freeze ice beer, and that's why I think ice beer tastes nasty. Not just because of the alcohol content, but I think it's because they freeze it and then they chip off the the water. Yeah, and then, something like that. Then it's like more beer or something, but. But anyways, let's get back to this, Mike. So we're going into weaknesses. And I think the biggest weakness on the team right now is Mike's boy that he's been going to bat for week after week after week. But I'm still
1: defending him. Or
0: not Dan. Anders Carlson misses another extra point this week, which I don't know. you, You just can't feel good about Carlson right now.
1: I don't no no. I don't feel awesome like him coming to the field to like kick a game winner or nothing like that. I I think my attitude towards it currently is that it's the same as basically every other player on on a team is that you can't really replace him. Yeah, not effectively. No, I mean it is too late. And so, and and to be fair, like right now there is like this point where you can still take crosby in and plug him into this team and he'd be just fine right maybe not even you can't even do that now because he was on the
0: yeah i don't squad know the that, i don't
1: know how that would work um however like in the long-term scheme of the green bay packers Crosby is done kicking for the Packers, and that's why they didn't bring him back. Is because if you bring him back and cut this guy, you absolutely have to move on from him.
0: Yeah, I don't think like that's you, necessarily true, but it probably you can't is.
1: hold two kickers. You just can't do it.
0: But like you said, though, Crosby's on the practice squad. But I mean, that goes into like a whole different level of stuff because because I'm pretty yeah. sure that people. Uh, teams carry on their practice squad they actually do enjoy to have on the bill in the building not even from i mean uh, they're probably super spectacular athletes but i bet you they also fit the bill for something else is like hey they're good dudes like to have on your team that aren't going to cost shit that yeah. will you like sign up for it it's like hey we'll just show up and practice and that's All we're gonna do,
1: yeah. And so, like, I guess I would assume that Goody is like thinking long term in the kicking game. And if that's the case, you're gonna let this kid grow.
0: Yeah. No, I mean that's where we are now. I I think you're right. Like, it's too too late to make a switch, even if you wanted to. And, but yeah, that's that's what we'll that's our kicking talk. We've been spending too much time on that. Dude for missing extra points. But quit doing that, Carlson.
1: We're yeah, quit missing fucking extra points. You were in the dome. You shouldn't have missed this week. Yeah. Like, next hit week, it. you're outside. Like, okay, I get it. You missed a couple. No big deal. But hit a when game win, winner
0: and we'll forgive you.
1: I forgive him already. I'm not too worried about it. He's going to be the kicker next year. Otherwise, they would have already cut him. All right. So, you already got Mike's forgiveness.
0: I need to see something from him. But... The other weakness I have is it felt like we got conservative early or the defense felt like it went soft a little bit early. And I do think that's our defensive coordinator who we've been calling for his head for a while. We try to give him the benefit of the doubt. I feel like this game finishing uh, within a two-score range, granted it was 16 points, so the largest two score spread that you can get was too close for what we did to this team the whole game. So I agree. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's tough to say. Cause I mean, they won it so convincingly, but, but it felt like we could have the first touchdown, there was the whole false start thingamajig. So maybe it doesn't that doesn't matter. Been, you should
1: yeah. you should have, that should be probably the most important drive in that whole game. At that, like, at that point, like getting a stop there, going into the half at either twenty-seven-three or twenty-seven-zero would have been phenomenal. Like that makes you feel like there's no chance they come back. I agree with that, but yeah, now, it was not accurate. Like we watched the Patriots come back twenty-seven-three midway through what, like the third quarter or something. But yeah, um. I thought that he fucked that up. Like you don't let somebody score right at the end of the half. Like I believe that's like game changing drives, those two, right? Like making stops at the half or not making stops or like scoring at the half.
0: Yeah. And you would like to think too, that you'd play the whole game. Like it was tied from a defensive standpoint, but I think definitely in the first half, for sure, is yeah, like you you just try to give up no points, but that wasn't purely the defense, like I mentioned in the breakdown. They did have like a 40 yard return or some shit like that. Like it was a big, and then return, they had a bad so. penalty.
1: That was the bad penalty, too, right? Like that was that horse collar on that one. Yeah, I think and right, that put him on like the 30, like right out the jump. So, so yeah, that it somewhat defensible,
0: but. I mean, like I said, I had to nitpick to find too many weaknesses. I found two weaknesses. That's where I decided to nitpick that one. Uh, I would agree.
1: I thought right outside, like the first drive of the second half, it already looked like he wanted to start playing super conservative and just kind of give cushion. and I mean, they did hold him to a field goal, which is good, but it felt like the old Joe Barry, the first drive in the second half to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was wasn't good. It could have started out real bad if they end up getting a touchdown there. Cause they do end up getting so they scored twenty-five of their 32 points in the second half, uh when the defeat when the defense decided to go soft. So so yeah, I, I thought that could have been cleaned up.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't have much else for weaknesses. I think you're right about Carlson, and I think like it's hard to say whether we went soft too early. We still won by 16 in a game. We were predicted to lose by seven by Vegas, right? Yeah.
0: Seven point dogs. All right, let's get into these opportunities. So this won't, these won't all have to do necessarily with the game at hand, uh, whooping the Cowboys ass, but this is my favorite opportunity that comes out of this one. Uh, 49ers, definitely are Vegas's favorite to win the Super Bowl right now. Uh close with them. They they're they're the definite definite favorite to win the NFC and then yeah. they're still the favorite to win the Super Bowl by a little bit over Baltimore. Uh but we get a chance to spoil their season. Like they've done to us so many times and that is such a beautiful 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 opportunity in my eyes and Agreed. And at the very least, this Packers team that's super young that they talk about on every broadcast, that how young they are. Uh, We didn't even touch it. Youngest team to win a playoff game since like 1937 or some shit like that.
1: I see. Uh, I thought I saw 70. I thought it was the Bills in 77.
0: Okay. 77, 73. 73 That's what I thought. Yeah, but whatever. It's a good opportunity to build the hate uh, for the 49ers that us Packer fans that have been watching it since, let's say 1995 or whatever. Uh, and before that, but get to get some of that hate back. Uh, the Jerry fumbled, the every, everything that is Terrell
1: Owens catch.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's just throwing it back. Colin Colin Kaepernick, Ripping our hearts out. Yeah. Uh, Packers, special teams, shooting ourselves in the foot, but uh, 49ers being able to capitalize on that, uh, allowing the Rams, probably the shittiest team to ever win the Super Bowl, to get past them to go to the Super Bowl and win it. Uh, but yeah, I, I think 49ers are probably, I mean, the Vikings are definitely my least favorite team, but I want to say the 49ers are creeping up on the second uh, least favorite team in my book. And that's because they kind of have our number right now. And this young yeah. team,
1: win over lose. For me, it's Seattle. I fucking hate <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> hate them.
0: Uh, Mike can't get over the, the, fail, Mary. No, yeah, the yeah. fail Mary. yeah.
1: I mean, there's other shit with Seattle, too. Like, we lost an NFC Championship game to them when we were up, what, 14 points something stupid yeah. it was bit like
0: the, the, bo-
1: the Bostic game for lack of a better yeah. term
0: um but yeah so great opportunity to get this playoff experience i think if they play like they did against dallas they got a shot to beat them um and i'm looking forward to this game so th- that'll be fun uh next opportunity that i have uh, is more of a question mark because I don't know the answer to this, but I feel like AJ Dylan should be good to play by then, or maybe that next.
1: I think injury he's been is. limited in practice a couple times, so maybe not. So, um but either way, like if Dylan is able to come back, that'd be great. That's an opportunity. Like the longer you play, the more opportunity you have for all your people to be back.
0: Yeah. So, him getting a chance to come back. Uh, we'll throw Watson into this too, because this is kind of a stat that Mike pointed out. So we had Jaden Reed who had no catches Watson who had one catch and who these guys could be considered our one and two receivers basically got shut out. Yeah. Basically got shut out in the game versus Dallas. So you, you know, that those guys want to step up and make a play for the team. Uh, and I think that's just such a great opportunity is we have two animals to just unleash on the 49ers that are going to want to make a play.
1: Yeah. And so like I was kind of taking a look at the Packers wide receiving core. Right. Um, And honestly, we got set six dudes, seven dudes that like I'm six dudes. I think that like, I'm comfortable throwing the ball to every time. And and then you also have Musgrave and Kraft, who I'm also comfortable throwing the ball to every time. So you got Watson, Reed, Dobbs, Wicks, Heath, and Bull Melton. And there's one more, and I'm missing him. You Maybe we not. only got six. Maybe we only yeah. got six. And was- we had five, uh, they sat Heath this week yeah just healthy scratch because we're all healthy for the first time and then you have musgrave and craft who are both good that sims is not terrible
0: yeah he's kind of your sneaky guy like he reminds me of you put him on the field to block like a bunch of times and then you just leak him out one time
1: and that that's like like
0: his touchdown it's like the back when I say back when, like it was a long time ago, but that Mercedes Lewis last year and previous years, it seemed like he would always catch one touchdown and he would always just be wide open because they were like, Oh, you, they just brought in their extra left tackle or right tackle. So he's not getting the ball. Um, so yeah, I think good opportunity with that. My super biased opportunity is I think Nixon's due for a touchdown. I think he's due to bring one back. I think last, Playoff game versus the 49ers being just a special teams disaster. I think it's just a a beautiful setup for Nixon to rip their heart out by returning a kick uh, in this game, and that's my bold prediction. is going to score a touchdown in the next game.
1: Uh, special teams is going to win this game for us instead of lose it for us? I like that. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm
0: going going I with. You, on that I'd one. like that a lot. Uh and then my last one, another slight to Carlson. I'm sorry, I've been hammering you a little bit too much. But but with th- this is a dumb one. Uh, with the the like extra point percentage, we could just decide to start going for two every time. And I think that would throw a team off. And honestly, with as many weapons as you just said that we have and that's really what we have i think if you go for two every time by the very least you get it half the time so if you're scoring two touchdowns you're getting 14 points but say if you go into a 49ers game where you're a 10 point dog you score a touchdown you go up eight nothing you score another touchdown try to get it to 16 and maybe at that point it's 16-7, to seven, gets a little
1: lopsided So
0: that's that's my dumb, dumb one.
1: But uh, I think no, – I, rob- I don't hate it. I just <laughs> – like, I don't know if it works. Yeah, no, I, I have no clue. I
0: And I highly doubt that that's – I mean, to be fair, I go. do
1: think that that tight end, like, block, and then – so roll out the quarterback, block with the tight end, nobody ever stops that. Feels that way,
0: doesn't
1: it? Like it feels like every time they run it, it's like like that should be the go to two point conversion play, and nobody ever stops.
0: Yeah, and I think in Musgrave or Kraft, we got a guy that can do it. But I definitely think uh, Ferguson's a different type of dude. Like he's,
1: I think they, I think um, they just ran it in the Philly game right before we got out. Right, we started before we started rolling. Like, yeah. just now ran it. Like- no, it, it's a pretty
0: good play. Uh, yep. But threats, and then we can get you guys out of here. So threats, uh, defense turning into a pumpkin. So we've definitely seen our defense play a couple good games this year. And then we've seen them just flip the switch and absolutely suck. Uh, she I, get, I guess opportunity and threats are more of like a future thing. uh I, I think that's that's pretty normal. But uh, yeah, if we can't stop Christian McCaffrey and San Francisco's running game, we're going to be in for a world of hurt uh, in this game. Uh, Another threat, Alexander got nicked up in some way, shape, or fashion. So
1: So I think to some extent, like he was injured all week. And then like we're up so big, maybe you just are saying this is – we're not going to risk you. We're going to bring you back next week. We see that you can play. Everything's good, but um, hopefully he's back.
0: No, I, I think you're right. I think, yeah, it was at the point in the game where he got hurt, where it's just like not worth the risk anymore. Uh, and then the last threat is hitting Carlson one more time. Having to make a big kick to win a game. Uh, but, I'm going to trust him. I'm going to be nervous, but it is what it is. I'm cheering I, for him.
1: I like So to him. be fair, I don't trust him, but I haven't trusted Crosby really in a, like a true way in what 4 or 5 years. Since he had that fucking dog shit year, like I don't I didn't know Crosby was just going to lock it in and be fine. I didn't know that. I think within 50
0: uh I felt pretty good about Crosby. Hitting I mean, kicks. Crosby had a year where he
1: missed just as many kicks as this guy has, right? Um, I don't think so. Maybe not quite that many, but like yeah. he was like 10 years into his career when this shit happened. He's
0: missed six extra points. I think he's like in almost like record breaking territory of missed extra points in a season.
1: Yeah, he has not been good <laughs> at extra points. He's got to <laughs> practice those a little bits all, you know, but like oh, we're fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't even realize we were going to end on shitting on him. But Carlson, I love you, buddy. Go out there. You can do this. I
1: I will trust you.
0: But yeah. yeah we're
1: trusting you. There's no, We don't have any choice but to trust him. Right? Like, it is what it is. Like, we can just get pissed when he misses. That's what's yeah. going to happen. And if we lose by one because he's a fucking clown, maybe he gets cut. And maybe he doesn't. But I don't think the Packers are like out on him otherwise they'd be gone he'd be gone um i assume that they're gonna let him grow
0: yeah that's that's where we're at now but yeah i I wanted to end the show on something positive but let's just go out there
1: i'll I'll end the show on something something positive 48 32 48 pack and that's how how we end the
0: show. Also, I would have known to end it right there. But fuck, we appreciate your support. We love you Yeah, we you guys. don't.
1: Yeah, we don't. This is just not the way we end the show. That's why, right? And, and Mike, how do we end the show? Well, get into
0: put your spiel out there. We put it out at the beginning. Let's do it again. All right. Thank you for the support. Like, share, subscribe, download. We appreciate you. We love you. And Mike, put it on all
1: your devices. And if you're doubting the brewers the badgers the bucks or the packers you can eat our shorts roll it. all them suckers
0: that doubted the packers king eat my shorts all them suckers that doubted the packers king eat my shorts eat them all them suckers that doubted the packers king eat my shorts eat my shorts